Um, so, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just watching you. All right, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> I I was gonna ask about. Um, I don't know, cause our our guest is not. She won't stop laughing. <laughs> yeah. She's here. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah, but, um... <laughs> Would you like me to start with the first prompt? Well, we'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> well, Reshma wants to get right in. <laughs> I can tell if you're... Right in. nice or actually struggling. No, 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 I'm, I'm just being nice. <laughs> I mean... Okay. Um, okay, yeah, but no, well, uh, <laughs> um... We're gonna. I might restart that. What do you think? <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> okay. Let's restart. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I like. I I just feel like a lot of people that I've been talking to, and a lot of people that I've been in touch with, and hearing from, like everybody's going through something right now. Everybody's, you know, even even um, even pandemic aside, like a, a lot of people are being hit by. Uh, in intense uh, moments in life, like just this week, you know, huge shifts. Yeah, are you no? Are you you're, you're absolutely. Um. So my question for the two of you was, um, how how do you deal with the the dips? Like if you're if you're skating, if if life is great and easy. And, and, and suddenly something challenges that, uh, how, wh what, wh what's the, what's the correct response? It, first of all, I think knowing there isn't a correct response, there's a human response. And that is whatever it is for us at the moment, however you respond is okay. But I think that, um, navigating the uncomfortable moments of life, which we've all been doing a lot of lately, is about, first of all, accepting that there's, there's one control we have, and it's the moment between an event happens and our response to it. And we have a choice there. Um, and it's really helpful if the thought isn't the event has happened because we're bad or we deserve it or, you know, it's coming to us, it, good or bad, but just an event. And if we can just live in uncomfortable moments and realize that we have the resilience to live through those and get on, it, it, everything changes. Everything keeps changing. So I think it's really just reminding yourself, I'm human. It's okay. It's in, it's interesting because um, uh, I I was challenged this week by uh, somebody who hurt me uh, making a, making a presence in my life again, and. Mm. Oh my God! I I went into um. 
I went into a really dark cycle for about two hours. So what does that mean, a presence in your life again? You mean they resurfaced? They as... they just showed their their face, ah. you know, and it, it okay. just they they just popped into my world, and um. Uh, but but then the way that I, uh, one of many of the things that I did to calm myself down was to be like, ooh, you know this. This poor person. See, this is something that popped into my head today, that if I have issues with anybody, if I can put in my mind, okay, my life depends upon my giving their point of view. What is it? Why are they doing this? What's going on for them? Could I possibly imagine, could I fill in from what I know what they're going through. And I think, I think that exercise gives us some distance and perspective and maybe compassion. It, it sounds like that's what you did. Yeah, just kind of taking the victimhood away from myself and mm. being like, dude, I, I'm like, the, this, uh, this, this person is the real victim. Because here I am, I'm, I've moved past it. I've grown. I've grown from it. And, you know, in, in those moments, or I, I'm, I'm, I'm being intentionally vague, but, you know, it's like the, the people that hurt us are, uh, it's sad that they're broken mm-hmm. or, you know, that they're hurt. And I don't, I don't know why that, um, that was so effective in, in helping me feel like, Okay, I so I can move on. I can keep going forwards because I'm because you've detached from from this event, whatever it was, whatever the thing that happened was, you've detached and gone that's not me. That's just an event and if they're caught in the whirlpool of it, that's what they're going through, not me. And sometimes people who are drowning want to, you know, reach out and grab anyone they can. And it's, they don't mean to drown the other person. They're trying to save themselves. So, you know, I think that happens too. But I want to, I want to circle back and the idea that they're broken, you said that they're broken. I, I really like thinking that, because I used to think that I was broken and I realize that it's not broken, it's, it's affected. And we can cultivate different things that grow us and not cure the brokenness, but heal the brokenness. So we're, it's, not some, it's not a state that we stay in, you know? Mm. Even when we go to a psychiatrist, and they say, okay, you have, di- uh, you know, attachment disorder, you have post-traumatic stress disorder, you have this, you have that. That's really for the insurance companies. All that identifying us is so that we can be charged and we take it on ourselves and go, that's who I am. No, it isn't. Broken? No, you're not. Right. You can... You can heal. So wait, uh, 
because I noticed that being 21 to now, like I deal with problems much more effectively. Like I'm, 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 I'm much better at, uh, maintaining kind of a sense of stability in my life than I, than I was at 20 or 21 or 18. Do you find that that's a, a, a slope in life as you get older? A natural slope? No, no. And I think that there are people my age who are desperate and grasping and trying to find equanimity. I think that there are many more people at your age able to do what you're doing uh, who have had thoughtfulness and uh, chosen to take good input and to think about these things. I, I don't think it's like a, a given that you just go, mm, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go. F-. No, not at all. At your age, I would do anything for the job other than sleep with someone. I would jump into cold pools. I would, you know, work all night. I would do jobs I hated because the work was everything. Mm. The work was everything. And if I got off the hamster wheel, I couldn't get back on. Mm. So relationships... Isn't there there something to be said about experience and and every time you go through something, you develop that many more skills for how to effectively deal with it next time? Like, I I, I, I really don't know. Not without awareness. I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Otherwise, people who are on a diet would go, oh, I get it. Okay. (laughs) But they don't. Did you notice that maybe from like 21 to 26? Like... As uh, or <laughs> not to be so specific, but moving moving into adulthood, like the beginning. Moving into adulthood, I was controlled by the culture. Mm. I bought into the culture, and I wanted to win accord according to what the culture thought was winning. Mm. And I and that took me off my path, absolutely. And uh, what was the culture guiding you towards? The culture was guiding me towards, uh, well, uh, pleasing men. Mm. Pleasing men. And the, the part of me that was still there was saying, but stay safe. So I played this horrible game of trying to stay in that cultural realm while not doing anything I didn't want to do. Mm-hmm. I, you know... I was at Studio 54 dancing. I didn't do any of the drugs. I just wanted to dance. I didn't want to go upstairs and do any of the other things people were doing. I just wanted to dance. So I did what I could, but I understood that I wouldn't get the full experience. If I wasn't willing to do everything that people were doing, I would drop through a lot of cracks.
Um, how do we do your introduction? You are, you just graduated from acting school. You're an improv teacher sometimes. Uh, no. No. You're an actress. You're an actress, a writer, and you do comedy. Would that be would that be accurate? Yeah. Okay. Actor or actress? I like actor. Did yeah, I say me too. did I say actress? You said actress. No, and that's fine because some people are like, oh no, it's gotta be actress. Yeah. But to me, that's a noun and actor is a verb and it's what I do, it's not yeah. what I am. Oh, that's really great. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. the actress idea <laughs> that that and back in my day, actress was a noun and you did this and you went to parties and you oh. worked the room and ha 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 and you're cute and you're going to play with all the guys. And for me, it was always, no, I love to act. Mm. That's it. That's it. I also okay. like um, like performer. Like I don't necessarily do a lot of acting these days like I'm in transition but like even in the show that I'm working on it's like a performance like tell tell us about it oh I don't know if there's much to talk about yet but um I'm putting together this one woman show and um I'm reading this book called The Invisible Actor and I'm trying to I'm really trying to figure out what I want to say. Um, but this book is kind of inspiring me to like not say so much and just like create this world and this spectacle of what's the reality that I want to create and then show people. Mm. Um, and one of the things that is in there is like starting with a creative hunch um, and not worrying about a story or a message, but like starting with an image or a feeling or a texture. And I, it's, it's a long process. It's not until June. So I'm giving myself a lot of time to like develop. And I even, I even got self-conscious the other day cause I was, I was talking to Zach a little bit about it. And then I was like, why am I talking about it? It's like not even fleshed out yet, but. Um, but doesn't that help you? To to verbalize it because it's bringing it to your prefrontal cortex. Or I think it's I personal. Know. I mean, I th I just think it's I think it's like you want to have it be from you, maybe right, and not. Bless you. Excuse me. Thank you. Not well, have I it be like based on what other people are. Um, how they respond to it. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I didn't. I don't like how I immediately feel like I have to sell a product. Mm. That's my response. I'm like, oh, I got to tell him something that is <laughs> like, what's it about? And I'm like, well, I have two things. I have two images. And like, is this good enough? Oh, but that's interesting. What if it, that but that's good that you are aware of that. What if you completely didn't do it and let it fall flat if that's what it does? Right. I'm getting I'm giving myself full permission for, good for not, you. To, not to be good and. But what it will be is something that I made. So That's this, it, it kind of sounds like this accesses your subconscious. It, mm -hmm. yeah, it w which is so huge and so much more interesting than anything else that we have, than our conscious brain. So it's, that'll be fascinating to see. Mm -hmm. So you have two ideas, two subconscious thoughts that have 
bubbled up? Yeah, I have two anchors mm. that are, I mean, they're not as um, girthy and tangible as you would think. Like, okay, I'll tell you, I'll tell you the two things because I've already told people, but like one of them is the image of a tent on stage, like a Coleman camping tent. Mm-hmm. And the other is uh, a high heel shoe that you can draw with. That you can like draw pictures with? Yeah. So that's what I'm working with. And wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> wow. But see, it's all, that's so that's so alive to me because I've already got images in my head. Isn't that cool? If you gave me those prompts, I go, uh, I, I've got ideas. Okay, cool. To me, it's, it's really, really interesting. It's really cool that you were saying, like, I'm trying to figure out if there are going to be words, if there's going to be a script at all. Yeah. I think that's awesome. Because I write a lot, and that's important to me. Because I've struggled in the past saying how I feel, expressing myself verbally. I think that's why I liked acting, because it's like, oh, yeah, I know exactly what to say. Right. And it's not me. And then I went to school, and it's like, well, everything is you. Come on now. <laughs> like, you can't um, hide behind anything. Everyone can see you. But what I'm deciding with this is, like, how do I want to use words? Because words can convolute and over-intellectualize uh, things. Um, but it's like, if I feel, if I f- during the process, if I feel like there's something that needs to be said, then I'll say it. Well, it, it, I mean, but that sounds great. It sounds like you're stopping yourself from in, over-intellectualizing. Yeah. And if you do use words, it won't be that. Because there's so many words these days. So much reading and talking. I know. Mm-hmm. Does that bother you too much? Um, too many words? Follow your heart. We're going. <laughs> we're going. Train's leaving without you. So I was... <laughs> the, the question before, um, yeah. before we stopped was, are there too many words sometimes? Mm-hmm. And it's yes. <laughs> yeah. Whether it's like text or call or I'm trying to read like five books right now. Dude, I, oh, what I are the noticed, books? What are the books? Uh, wait, I, wait. I, on that though, I noticed that like I can't watch movies anymore. Why? Because they're just uh, there's too many words. Really? There's yeah, and then and then I I don't know. I mean, it's just this weird thing where I I can't watch a, a well, full feature film anymore. Well, that makes sense to me because you're probably on the internet, both of you at your ages so much like subconsciously i think i think it's i think it's happening it, it's, yeah it's like a cavalcade of information it's all quick it's, it's all yeah yeah we're being desensitized to that yeah during the holidays i found myself reading uh we didn't get out of bed we'd have coffee in bed and read all the news and you know all the news all the it's so it's not one paper it's all different versions of the same information and 
And I found myself getting lost in it and actually going down because of it. Mm. And not because the news was depressing, but it did. It took me right out of myself and I was no longer grounded, but most of my attention was outside of me Mm. too much. Mm -hmm. Mm. Sorry, what was your question going to be? What the books were? What are your books? Yeah. What are, what are the books you're reading? Mm. By the way, Invisible Actor, there's a lot of good stuff in that yeah, book. Yeah, The Invisible Actor. Tell me one of the great things you've pulled out of that. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. And it's taken me a while to finish it because I'm taking notes on, like, every chapter. Um, the, um, the actor is a puppet, and it's uh, you're a watery sack. Um and you move like a watery sack, which we are, we are watery sacks. And um, the tension is um, between the earth and the sky. And as you're moving, I mean, it's one of, I know I'm, I'm like taking a sidestep here, but one of the, the things that sticks out to me is like, everything is special. Like, when you're acting on stage, you're bigger than you are in real life. And, like, I think I studied realism a lot in school, and we were just trying to be normal. We were just trying to, Mm. yeah, you just found me at the kitchen table. And in this book, it's like, no, when you're on stage, you're larger than life. You're doing something that you don't normally see. Um, And and it's Japanese-style theater. So he talks about no and kabuki and buto. And so... Um, everything is about the body and so this bag of water um, and these strings that have to be taught <laughs> they have to be taught and if they if you get slack in your strings and you lose tension you die you die on stage and th- these this tension um, it, it exists in the story it exists in the moment in like the air in the room so you have to hold the tension otherwise things die Mm. and it it puts at first I was like oh my god that's a lot of pressure but it also is like that's so powerful like I, I mean it 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 makes what you're doing um when you're performing special and I told Django about like the the ritual of rehearsal and how like um, in the Invisible Actor uh, I'm forgetting his last name first name Yoshi um, and he talks about taking a cold water shower or a cold plunge putting on a special outfit cleaning your space and then you're ready to to rehearse and work. And ever, and ever like, since you told me that, I every time I make music, I clean my whole house. I put on special clothes, including like things that are meaningful to me. I, oh, I take a cold shower first. I, I do it all, and it really helps to make uh, the creative space really sacred. There's so much value in in uh, coming at art from a place of of 
great care and and Absolutely. and giving it giving it dignity and not just like you know getting up in my underwear and the TV's on and I'm playing guitar you know like that that that's not going to feel good to listen to cuz I'm reflecting my environment you know but if there's a candle on and my house is dark and my studio's clean and I'm in pristine mood and I'm I feel I feel new then I can I can write stuff from a place that I that that maybe other people can listen to and feel feel new, you know. Well, uh, when you think of stage, now I'm going to say one of the one of the two of the words that you Solar say. Solar plexus no, fascia. No, that uh, I overuse. Flow, 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 okay. flow state. So when you think of stage, it is set up as a flow. It stage for the people on stage. It's a flow state for people watching. It's set up to encourage flow, to encourage focus. And when, and, and it's, it's actually a brain thing too, that when you make habits, like I always do these rituals before I go on stage, then those things, it's the same reason why a lot of surgeons evidently um, wear the same thing when they operate. They go the same way to work. They eat the same breakfast because those things go to your basal ganglia, the things that you do all the time and that are habits. You don't think about those things anymore. That's just your habit. So taking the cold shower, you know, it, treating it with as a ritual, that all becomes part of just what you do. So all your focus is on the creative force you're about to embark on. All the focus goes there. All your brain goes there, not on anything else. So there, but ritual is incredibly important. Mm -hmm. uh, stage ritual and keeping it sacred, keeping the space sacred. There was a, the last performance I did of Chicago on Broadway. Uh, it, 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 they have this ritual that the stage so casual Chicago Broadway <laughs> the stage door person set up the ghost light on the stage everyone else was gone and she said stage is yours say goodbye and I stood next to the ghost light and looked out at the audience empty of course that I had looked out on night after night after night and said goodbye to the St. James Theater. And that was such finality and such... I, I don't really believe in closure, but I got it on Broadway, and it was very ritualistic, and it's part of how theater works. Mm -hmm. There are all these rituals, all these things that you do or never do on stage, and it's a good reason for it. It sets everyone up in the same mindset mm. and it's useful and those things help with flow states mm. that's one thing i realized that's one thing that um covid the shutting down quarantine like everyone had to reevaluate like how do we make theater and i was like oh we need a space like the space is sacred the time that we meet up the fact that like everyone's in the same room is like how we make stuff like that's theater mm. and this this journey of like caring about theater 
has, has been crazy because, yeah, I we we were doing Zoom theater, and um, it was there was kind of this attitude of like, well, this is the best we can do, and um, I think that's why I haven't done like. I've I've taken a break, kind of. The show is going to be like the next thing that I do, but it was. Um, Don't you find Zoom theater really intense? Um, no. I think I. Th- uh, intense, like the stakes are high, or all of it. Uh, Intimate, uh, immediate. I know personal. a lot of. Personal. Uh, sorry, I know a lot of students that went went to school during Zoom, acting school during Zoom, and they had to do their end of year performances on Zoom. Mm-hmm. And I think for I think for them, just the expectation that you have, or the the dream you have of doing your your last performance, you know, and feeling the stage and feeling the rush and everything, like I feel like that really, in in that sense. Zoom, just like Zoom, Zoom school of any sort, I, I have incredible sympathy for people doing it. But I did do like some Zoom classes in acting and and for a short period of time, they're really great and they're really personal and you're really connected. But if it's, I, I do understand that if it's every day, if it's a habit, if it's your school, you know, like it, it, you go it from can doing be. doing live theater, yeah. being in the room, smelling each other to zoom the liveness the a- the aspect of liveness is like something you can't recreate yeah but i think as an actor it, it, yes there there are things we like better i feel like a panther who's been dropped onto the savannah if i'm backstage of a theater i feel like yeah i know this world i feel it i I'm cool here. But at the same time, it's all acting. And we have to be, we have to adapt to how we communicate. In the end, it's our communication that matters to other people. We are communicating our humanity to other people. However, over a phone, do it. Over a phone. That's so real. That's how we do it. Did you see the um, Fast Times at Ridgemont High Zoom? No. And Shia LaBeouf? No. No. <laughs> wow, it's really it was really good, and like uh, Matthew McConaughey was in it. Wow. It was really sounds good. cool. Uh, you reminded me of that because I was like, yeah, maybe I had um, maybe I had a negative attitude about Zoom theater because it was such a big change. But you're right. It's kind of our job to. That's yeah. It feels change. it feels a certain way. But I think we have to remember that we're communicators mm-hmm. and we're storytellers. How do we do that? It doesn't matter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who's listening? Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, weeks ago, Reshma told me that. It would be very funny if someone came on and did like an improv thing 
but like like a, an exercise that I'll, I'll let you take it from from here go on hmm. yeah so um because i don't know really what you've done but you've done something yeah no basically i've uh <laughs> written a few things down uh some questions some prompts do it some general things do it let's go all right um I'm in control now. Mm. Yep, you are. <laughs> That's a good segue because we were talking about like adapting. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Yeah. So, would you rather have your mouth sewn shut or your butthole? Why? Uh oh. I think my mouth sewn shut because I will find a way to communicate with the rest of my body. But if if eating though, well, but I can do that. I don't. I, I, I think it just keep everything moving. I can imagine that I will get food through intravenous means. Right. right. But keep keep the keep the body working as best as it can. I mean, Mm, it. mm -hmm. I, I I've been given a choice. It's not a great one. I'm assuming, though, that you'll be able to find, like, it's not like if you have your butthole sewn shut that suddenly you have to deal with, like... Well, I think so. But maybe maybe, maybe this is, like, best case scenario. Like, you have your butthole sewn shut, but there's, like, some something provided for you where it's very simple to still excrete. Someone excrete. comes in at This is just sewing. This is just... Sews one of I, them up. Yeah, I, yeah. Oh, okay. Mouth. Mouth. Because I, I could imagine a lot of health complications from sewing yeah. your butthole. Yeah. Great. What about you? Um. Butthole, and then I would get. Um, I would get the. Oh, this is what you were talking this about. This is what I'm saying. She's I getting the surgery. She, uh, she's 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 making it okay for herself. I, so she's yeah, got everything the going on. And then I cut it. Yeah. I cut. I cut. The, I cut where they sewed <laughs> it. She's got a. Then it's she's fine. got a I colostomy yeah. bag. Yes, that's what we I weren't. Get. We weren't thinking we could have a colostomy bag. You could, but it'd be out of pocket. That. W- that but that's okay. Be, you can't use insurance for it. <laughs> <laughs> that's the. This Mom, is so real. The game. Like, These get problems are so real. Oh my God! And you don't have insurance. And SAG dropped you from your insurance. Oh my God! All um, right, all right, go on. Yeah. Okay. Next. Go one. on. Okay. These aren't going to be easy, Django. Well, I'm I'm starting to learn how she's going to be. I'm learning the game. Yeah. You know. So I. My next answer is going to be very diplomatic. <laughs> I'll just say that. All right. What's your first memory? Oh, I yeah. Go ahead. Do you know mine? No. Okay, mine is um, I was I was I think four. You and Sid had split, but you uh, you guys were uh, he was still visiting a lot, and um, I I was like I was like a toddler, but a little race car drove into my bedroom, and it had like a note and. It, I think it, I don't know if it said follow me. I don't know how old I was. Can you I know read what? it for? Can people you know read what? it for? No, you were more like three. 16. <laughs> you were more like 24. No, you were, you were three and he had been gone filming a movie. Ah. We were not split. 
Mm. He had just been filming a movie and he came home. I remember that. So uh, it was like a, I don't know, a race car came up and drove into my bedroom and then the race car drove out of my bedroom and then there was a plane. I just remember this toy plane. I I hardly remember him, but I remember the, yeah. the gifts. Um, that was how he said he was home. Yeah. Yeah. It was cool. Good move. Mine is around the same age and it was pre-verbal because I didn't speak until I was four. Um, I remember being in New York and I remember judging the light in the apartment. It was an apartment on West 54th Street and it was like depressing, too bright light, like the light bulbs. It was, Mm. nothing was, it, it was ugly lighting. But I had fruit salad for my dessert for lunch and I had this monkey called Marchie. That was actually the monkey's, you know, trademark name. A toy. A it toy. was a toy oh. monkey. I know you never know in my family, yeah. but no, <laughs> this was a toy monkey, and he had a rubber mouth. And I started feeding the the uh, my fruit salad to Marchie, and I remember my mother didn't get mad at me, and I thought she would, because it was making a mess. And she was like, yeah, feed feed your baby, feed your baby. Mm. And I remember feeling this rush of love for her mm. and acceptance that she was letting me do that because I knew it would be a pain because it was making a mess. Does Marchie have anything to do with your current obsession with monkey why imagery. i collect yeah m- monkeys it absolutely could mm. it absolutely could that is my earliest memory and my favorite toy but also the idea um i mean i i have this uh, chandelier of monkeys in little suits like like they're holding l- lights for us as a service and that i find so funny as if we could get monkeys to do anything, as if we can really train this wild animal. I mean, I know they do. I, I, I've seen them in Morocco. You know, these monkeys jump on your shoulder for whatever. But I believe in the wildness of monkeys and the ridiculous thought that we can tame them. And I kind of feel uh, a, a compatibility with that idea for me, too. I love monkeys. Um, what, what's yours? Um, I think my first memory is being in, we lived in Seal Beach and my dad had this old Volkswagen bug and I remember sitting in the back seat and feeling like a spring, like in my back and like trying to fall asleep. And I think we were going to the beach. So wait a minute. So was your earliest memory Spring. discomfort <laughs> or, or was it, was it a feeling of we're going to the beach and that's fun or mm, that's one of, uh, the discomfort and, and like, and the fun and like comfortable enough to like fall asleep, but like, I couldn't quite fall asleep because something was poking me. Is mm-hmm. that the same as mom's though in the way where it's like the, f- the lighting you remember the lighting being very that's true unattractive yes but the the you know the sentiment is kind of nice it's true 
Yeah, I, like the sun was out and it was like a good day. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Good, good observation. Wow. All right. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Go guys. on then. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay. Um, do your best impression of each other. Mm. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> uh, no, um, no, I'm, so no, no, what I'm, what I'm trying to tell you is you have to, that's good. <laughs> I was just, I, you know, it's so funny. I just pulled out, do you know, Melissa Via Senor? This no. is my impression. She's on, she's on SNL. <laughs> that was good. Um, but we watched her comedy last night. <laughs> we lost Rachel. <laughs> um, we watched her comedy last night and she does this like Kermit the Frog thing, but she's like, she's like so joyful and like so, I, but I, I, I got that impression like instantly. I was very proud of myself, but now I'm, I'm scared. I'm scared to do you. I, I cause. I, I thought he was saying I was like Kermit the Frog. No, that's no, no, what no, no. that's her. That's her. I, but I, I was just proud of myself because I, I, I pulled an impression out All and right. I, I went for it and it happened how I wanted it to happen, which never happens. But um, so there. <laughs> I should have gone first. I should have gone first. I'll just say. Um, It doesn't help when you're laughing at me, Rachel. <laughs> it doesn't help one bit. All right. See how Nana just dropped in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was saying. I had that earlier today. You guys should have asked me earlier today to do this, but I can't do it now. Uh, I, because all I want to do is talk about like... Fascia. Fascia. Yeah, I know. And that, that's, it's, like, I'm easy. The thing is when you hit a flow state, like, you know, it's like, or, or yeah, I, I fuck. This sucks. <laughs> All right, next. Ne next. Okay, you, 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 you do my mom. You do my mom. You try my mom. It's tough. And what's brilliant is the inner workings of the mind are actually mapped out in our community. That's good. That's good, actually. No, no, no. I'm serious. <laughs> Absolutely. I recognize that. That was good. I recognize because it's that. very like it's very like beneath the surface. It's like well, how does how stuff works? You're always telling us how stuff works. That's what I'm fascinated by. That's what I didn't know most of my life. All right. I should have done, right. done that. I should have done the hands and the excitement. Okay. This one's easier. All right. Wait. Well, actually, really, Mom, could you do Reshma? So, what I'm thinking is. It's fascinating for me to look at this person and imagine who she is. <laughs> it's pretty good. I think that there would be like a little bit more of a pause between the words, though. I know. I'm slow. Oh, yeah. That's true. Yeah. It's very like. I sped it up for podcast purposes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> We're we're professional. Yeah, we're professional. You're professional. I'm yeah. a professional <laughs> podcaster. Okay. All right. What's the next one? Easier. Uh, tell us a secret. Um. Well, you 
the 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 tell the podcast listeners of a secret. Okay, is something that you haven't told anyone before, big or small. Um, I peed the bed when I was like eighteen at one point. I just one time. I was drunk. <laughs> I I think that happens. I'm cutting. I'm cutting that. <laughs> I didn't want to laugh right in the microphone. <laughs> What's hard for me is that I don't keep secrets. I have told just about everything that's ever happened to me, everything I've ever thought to someone. That's not true. Yes, it is. It really is to someone or other. That's not true. What? Okay. What? I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know because no, you're keeping it, it to yourself. It's not no, true. No, it is true. Not true. It's true. All right. Uh, let me. Uh, okay. No, I've said that too. What about even a, a mom's secrets? Like, oh, I I talk about peeing the bed, and she's like, I did volunteer one time and I, I didn't tell anybody about it but I, I went gave yeah. a silent donation <laughs> yeah. I had a chance to win an academy award and I gave it to Meryl Streep I, you know no, you, have, you have a secret mom you have a secret I know that you have I many I, I don't believe in secrets you sleep on a bed of lies mom I don't believe in secrets <laughs> I, don't, I don't either but there's things that you haven't told people what? Okay. All right. Uh, but I've told someone this. Well, I mean, wait, I'm thinking well, uh, that I would love to work. Uh, what is it when you work with metal and you're like. Weld welding? Welding. I would love to weld. And I, I almost go, okay, I'm going to learn how to weld. And I just don't ever do it. But that's something that I feel like I would just fall into the world of welding. I love, I buy things that are welded anytime I can't, furniture, stuff like that. But I've told someone that. I've actually told a partner I would love to weld. So what else? Um, that I, okay. Uh, no, I said that too. You, uh, I, you can, uh, I, think, I think that you could have said it. Because I have mentioned my secret. But it's not something that I make available oh, to people make available yeah it's, okay it's, okay there, there, I've, I've told someone uh, like you just about everything at some point yeah but that doesn't mean that i don't have secrets okay okay uh all right so um i would like i would like to i would like to own a big cat whoa and like a, that's cool. Like a, uh, like a cheetah. <gasps> yeah. And yeah. Whoa. You yeah. should be ashamed of yourself. I know. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, but it's true. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. No one said anything about you peeing in the bed. Uh, mom, that's <laughs> ridiculous. Uh, animal. Uh, what? What is? That's so irresponsible. I know. <laughs> okay. I saw a picture of a woman in. Th this is insane to me. I, it was the 20s or 30s in Paris at a cafe and she had a cheetah on a leash and people are just drinking coffee and you know living their lives and she's got a cheetah on the leash and a part of me is horrified it's terrible it's not okay oh the that, that was a, a prada ad 
No, no, no. It was real. It was real. People had pets like that. And it's such a bad idea. We all know it's a bad idea. But the idea of having an intimate relationship with a wild animal is is <coughs> hard for me to... By intimate, you mean close. To have a friendship. Mm-hmm. Have you thought about getting a monkey? Yeah. Yeah, she has. We, we went to monkey stores. Yeah, when they existed. You decided not to. They used to have monkeys uh, at no, PetSmart. Matthew wouldn't let me. Oh. They used to have monkeys what? At PetSmart? No. Oh, was that like an exotic animal no, place? No, that you went was to? A, that was a weird exotic animal place in Las mm. Vegas when it was still okay, and it was a baby monkey in a diaper, and you know, it's. I'm gonna bring you there. There's coyotes screaming because we're doing it outside. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna one day. I'm gonna bring you a coyote, and be like, Mom, in your next birthday, I'm bringing you a coyote. Do you know I had a friend who had a half coyote? Because the, mm. uh, her dog got out in the hills and mated, and it, the baby came, and it was a half coyote. And that animal, you could not trust papaya. You could not trust papaya. Not at all. Not at all for any reason. So I know wild animals are wild animals. There's, you, you can't, but there's, you know, Disney has gotten me into, you know, the skunk is going to be my friend. Yeah. So, but, but, but you... To, to contextualize this, this is a secret that you don't say because there's a certain amount of, you know, it's not a good idea. You're not going to get a cheetah. I know. Yeah. Just for. You I'm know, not going to get a monkey uh, yeah, these days either. To clarify. I'm, no, yeah. no. Um, what's your, what's yours, Rach? Just, you know, I didn't plan on answering any of these. These were all for you. Great. We didn't either. So, your secret. <laughs> okay. As I'm gauging the the level of secrecy that you've offered. <laughs> I went up to 11, by the way. Yeah. So I think you should, too. I, I would if say. If you have 12, do it. Um, um, I, I also have, like, I've given away, like, all of my secrets, mostly. Um, but... One time, <laughs> one time, uh, in school, we went to a twenties themed party, and we all walked home. And I said bye, guys. And then I realized I didn't have my keys, and I was quite drunk. So I went back to um, the lounge that uh, the grad lounge where we all like hang out and keep our stuff. I was like, maybe it's in here. I couldn't find it there, and I was really drunk. So I was on campus and like everything was locked and dark and I had to pee and all the bathrooms were closed. So I peed in someone's like mason jar and I ate someone's frozen dinner and I slept in the grad lounge. And um, now, <laughs> now, now let me ask you, was this mason jar for peeing in? No, it was no. like a drinking. Where, 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 at what grad school do they have mason jars for people? I'm yes. trying to help her. <laughs> I'm just, but it's interesting that both your secrets involve peeing. Yeah, I just. Well, yeah, I the only I've I haven't told like the person who it belonged to. I also ate like a TV dinner that didn't belong. <laughs> so to wait, the person didn't know that there was pee. In no, I threw it away. Oh, I okay. didn't 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. Decent thing to do when you pee in someone's <laughs> drinking jar. And then I found and then I found my keys in that lounge like the next day. So I could have gone home. <gasps> uh. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. Can I get a one word describing how you feel right now? Hmm. Uh, jolly. It's tough with one word because I think shimmering. Tough. You. Warm. Wait, wait. Golly was your word? Jolly, jolly, jolly. Oh, jolly. Yeah. Okay. Like Santa. Jolly, jolly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's like uh, jolly is a forefront word. I'm also like tired and like a little like, you know. You said one. Yeah, I know. So I'm, I, yeah. So you went with jolly. I went with jolly. I look jolly right now, right? I, I'm exuding jolly. Jolly isn't, jolly isn't a word that I, I that would come to mind <laughs> to describe. But I, but I love it. Yeah. I love that you think, I, I love that you say jolly. I'm jolly. <laughs> so great. It's great. Shimmering. Yeah. Is that also based on like your perspective right now? It's, it's, I'm not exactly grounded mm -hmm. and I'm not flying. So I'm, I'm in this in between state of aliveness I related to that, by the way. I you did? To shimmering, yeah. I kind of wish I said that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, this next round, you can change your word, or you can keep the word. Or take someone else's word. Take someone else's white elephant word. Oh, word check nice. Oh we're, do oh, we're doing the same thing again? Yeah. yeah. Shimmering? Yeah, I'm going to stick with shimmering. Jolly. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> it's a good word. Damn, it's a good word. Yeah, it's like Jolly Rancher. Are you, you're saying it's a good word to her now, like she came up with it. <laughs> no, but no, I came up with Jolly. You did. That was me. And I'm I'm giving you full credit for a <laughs> word that I would never describe myself as. I wouldn't ever say shimmering though either. I wouldn't be like, oh how uh, you know like how how are you doing, man? Like I'm shimmering right now. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> shimmering you. Let's make it a thing. Let's make it a thing. How are you doing? Shimmering. Yeah. Shimmering. It's cool. That's, Figure that out. It's cool. Okay. What would your last meal be? You know what? Probably comfort meal, which is exactly what I've made for us tonight, which is... Chickens roasted. Hmm? That's at the end of the episode. You have to wait till the end. But that's my. But that's, <laughs> that's your segue. But but it's also it's also truthful. You can't you can't answer this question, mom. You have to pass. All right, I, I pass. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm no, 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 no. Do it, do it, do it. <laughs> so roast chicken in a Romer top. So it's over. Uh, it, it it just cooks in this uh, clay baker, and you put onions and garlic and lemons and herbs and bake it stuck in this clay um that and my mother's gingerbread which is not very gingery it's just a comfort 
cinnamony, gingery, slightly gingery cake with uh, chocolate frosting? Uh, for me, um, so funny. Uh, Lamburgers hmm. with tzatziki sauce. Hmm. Orzo that doesn't have anything but like butter, a little bit of cheese, and then it's also been cooked in the cast iron that the Lamburgers were cooked in. And then like um, like a like a light cake or like a molasses cookie for dessert. Mm. Mm. If if I can have components to the meal, it would be. Um no, you get one. <laughs> it's a mean last meal. <laughs> one ingredient. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, 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 no. It can it can be components. Like fish curry or chicken curry or beef stew and rice. And then Aura Stouffer's lasagna. Oh wow. Oh wow. Yeah. All right. Wow. Yeah. You can have all that. Thanks. Yeah. You're giving her all four of those things? Yeah. You can have anything you want. Anything. Request. She can order all of it. So it doesn't have to make sense as a meal. Okay. I'm asking for the serum to live longer. Shit. Yeah, all right. <laughs> all right. You get that. <laughs> okay. Who's one of your heroes? Damon Albert, uh, front man of the gorillas. I love the gorillas. I love the gorillas. Did you know? You did, did you know the, the band Blur? No. Oh yeah. He did that too. Oh really? He had a rock project before he did gorillas. Ah, uh, yeah. He's done it all. Amazing. Yeah. Um. Mihai cheek sent Mihai. He wrote flow. Whoa. I got the word in one more time. What, is, what does that mean? What is, uh... Okay, let me explain flow state to you while I talk about fashion. <laughs> um, one of my heroes, my grandma. That's great. Why? I mean, I remember I always thought she was an angel. Like whenever I heard about angels, I was like, oh yeah, grandma's an angel. Um, and by that, I just mean she's always just had this giving. She's always giving and has this positive attitude. And like, I know sometimes she laughs when she's uncomfortable, but she truly does find a way to laugh about anything. Hmm. Like, and now that I'm older, I understand like, yeah, I do the same thing. I laugh when I'm uncomfortable, but um, I like the way I like her perspective. She's like, eat, laugh, give, pray, simple. Love. Love. Eat, pray, love. Eat, pray, love. <laughs> Shut up. I like the addition of laugh, though. Mm. Yeah, live, laugh, love. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love my grandma. <laughs> Okay, um, name as many first ladies as you can think of. Eleanor Roosevelt. 
Melania Trump. Hillary Clinton. Um, Barack and Michelle Obama. Um, uh, uh, um, I'm done. Uh, <laughs> Jackie Kennedy. Jackie Kennedy. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, Nancy Reagan. Did you say Reagan? No. Didn't say Reagan. No. No. Not thinking of any of them. So I, I know most of the presidents now. Mrs. Lincoln. Right. I was thinking. <laughs> Uh, Jezebel Lincoln. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Who's Washington's wife? That's what I was thinking. I'd probably like Anna. Mrs. Washington. Anna Washington. Jessica Adams. Okay. You know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you. I, to make it better, <laughs> I couldn't name the presidents either. I don't keep that stuff in my head. Right. I hate that stuff, but I can name I can name a lot of them now. That's good. I mean, I think that's good. But I can't. Nobody's going to ask me to. Well, they just did. Uh, the wives, I don't know. Mm. <laughs> 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 okay, guys. Rapid fire topics. We're going to move through these very quickly. All right. First thoughts. And then we'll, we'll move on to the next one. Don't even think about it. Just whatever comes to mind. All right. There's about 12 of these. Los Angeles. View. California. Turmeric. Um, Yellow. I was going to say cancer. What? Just because I thought I thought you were going to say I thought you were going to no. say ter terminal or tumor. No. Um okay. <laughs> Latte. Duh. Pressure. Point. Cooker. I said point. Hot dogs. Blasters. <laughs> Brittle. Peanut butter. Peanut. Bluetooth. Chip. What? <laughs> I don't really know what Bluetooth is. <laughs> so what is your answer? <laughs> what is it? <laughs> Fluoride. Um, uh, toothpaste. It also doesn't have to be one word. Oh, I'm supposed to like okay. form a sentence about that? Yeah, just your initial thought. <laughs> okay, I see a wide open space Ooh. and that is expansive when you say fluoride. Ooh, yeah. It's yeah. like white, yeah, white, white, um, white toothpaste. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> MK Ultra. Deep State. Um, Deep state, I, I makes me think that there's a lot of weird stuff that the government does always, and um, yeah, not my world. Okay, that was great. Um, mama. Um, I th I think of my mom. Um, and I think of like the term mama bear, but not in relation to you, just separate. I'm not really a mama bear. You're not I'm a mama bear, no. No. Uh, I think of my mother. I have an image of this woman who I adored. Mm. Trick. Pony. Um, or skateboarding. I think about like mm. doing kickflips and stuff. Um, or You skate? Yeah. Well, I, I haven't, but I used to. Do you drop in? Okay. She's, <laughs> she's doing that because she heard me say that that's the one thing that I was never able to do. <laughs> On a skateboard. I skated for years 
and I could kickflip, I could ollie, I could shove it, I could do, I could do a lot of street tricks. You wear Vans? Yeah. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. A lot of Vans <laughs> were bought. Reshma. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, shoestring belt. Yep. I had quite a few oh, shoestring yeah. belts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I also had um, some Zoomies uh, uh, studded belts back when that was a thing. That's I'm sure you had like one of those like cook, Cookie Monster hats. No. I'm sure you did. No. You had you had some you had some Zoomies purchases back in the day. Or or what was the other one? What was Hot Topic? Mm-mm. You're lying. No, let's get back to the list. I'm hungry. Yeah, me too. We're almost done here, folks. Sigma. I think of myself. <laughs> um uh uh, do you know what sig- Sigma is? <laughs> no. Um, they just like, <laughs> it's like um, that idea of like an alpha male and a beta male. They, they, I guess they're creating new ones for in the middle and stuff. And uh, Sigma is like the Delta a, variant of manhood. Ah, no, it, she's, uh, she's just saying that. I don't know. Is it? Well, it's oh, just yeah, another variation. Sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> it. Well, if you're saying it's a Delta variant, then it's stronger. Yeah, it's actually going to survive longer. Yeah, that right? is a sig. Yeah, the sig. The <laughs> well, let me tell you. <laughs> um, no, it's like Keanu Reeves. You yeah. know that that's what they show. Oh, as a, interesting. As an image of like someone who's quiet. It's Keanu Reeves. Someone who's like quiet outwardly and doesn't like demand attention and doesn't need attention. Right. But still in control of themselves. I like you know? it. Mm-hmm. Embarrassed. Secrets, I think, about talking about being being in my bed. Mm-hmm. Shame, mm-hmm. which is most, most of the time an awful emotion, useless. Mm. I've heard that too, like shame is a useless emotion. I mean, it's useful for one thing. It keeps us in community. Because we have to uphold a certain, you know, standard so that we're not thrown out of the group. Mm -hmm. But the things that we get ashamed about just shut us down and it's useless. We're we're ashamed of so much that we don't, that's just human. Mm. All right, go Uh, on. The final word is ghost. Story. Mm. I I think about... um, like not responding to a message first, like ghosting somebody. Oh, that's what I think of first. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I think of the literal thing. What about you? Ghost. Oh, I thought of the movie. Good movie. Good movie. Yeah. Okay, that's all the topics that I have. All right, we're gonna have roast Romer top chicken. I can't believe. And gingerbread with chocolate frosting, and uh, well, we had cheese and pate. And uh, just a really typical salad with a vinaigrette. Wow. That's it. Amazing. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Mwah. <laughs>